Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Willicum. Welcome to Parent in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Dickhead. <laughs> oh, I like Josh. He knows about beaches. Oh, fucking pathetic. Well, who's that? Who's that dick? <laughs> too much? That's too much. No, I think that's fair. I think this is from Cassie, is the mum. Yeah. We thought you might enjoy this intro. Theo is three, and we have been really enjoying hearing you both go through the same things as us. I should explain that I don't think he really has a favourite. Oh, okay. But I'll due to listening back. to your podcast so often... He automatically calls any Josh, Josh Whittacombe. Oh. His new swimming teacher is called Josh, and he thinks they're the same person. Oh, that's that's nice. Which is ironic, because I can't swim, Robert. No. Honestly? Yeah. Why not? Because uh, I was allergic to chlorine as a child, so I never learned. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What, he, used to give me itchy, he used to give me itchy legs. He gives everyone itchy legs, you tart. No, oh no, mate! My legs were then cut to ribbons with all the scratching. They are really itchy, proper yeah, really itchy. itchy. Yeah. Also, can I call you a tart? Is it like you're allowed to call someone oh, a tart? I enjoyed it. I felt like I was uh, Rodney and you were Delvoy. It's like we went back in time. You tart. <laughs> Is that Is allowed? It right? I don't know. I'm sure it's we'll find it. out. Fine, yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know why we don't know if it's allowed? Because no one's done it in 20 years, so it's never been tested. <laughs> No one's actually heard it. It's so little used that young woke people can't be offended by something they've never even heard of before. Exactly. Exactly. You definitely can't call a woman a tart. That's no, like that's no. bad. That you can't say a tart for a woman, but for for you, I think you can call you a. I think I can yeah. call a straight white guy a tart. 
Tar is an offensive word for a woman who dresses or behaves in a way that suggests she wants to have sex with lots of people. You look like a tart. Um, so, yeah. Back I, think, I, th- I, th- I, th- I think it's been... In this context, I'm quite... I've, I quite enjoyed it. Okay, fair enough. I feel a little aroused, if I'm honest with you. Oh, have I been flirted? Oh, you're going to get itchy legs after this, you dirty bitch. I I can't call you a dirty bitch. That's definitely not allowed. (laughs) Definitely had a double shot of coffee today, Josh. (laughs) Definitely. How are you, Josh? Um, You seem quite stressed, yes. Yeah, yeah, well, I just did the nursery run. Yeah, and we're hard, we're starting half an hour late, and yeah. you also need to be finished at a certain time as well. I don't want to yeah. say, you know, there's a diva in this double act, but it feels like it would be you at this point. Well, yeah, I'm I'm later than um, you know. You have got the youngest kid though, so I think that's a that's a get out of jail free yeah. card. Yeah. Well, it, it, no, do you know what it was? It was purely it was. A, so I dropping my daughter off at nursery. Yep. It's, it's a nightmare to get taxis around in at the moment, Rob, for some reason. Well, is, is it a bit of a rush on? Is it the school drop? <laughs> the old taxi school rush? I don't understand <laughs> what's going on. Ever since it came out of lockdown, the taxi industry has gone gone bad in East London. It used to be yeah. that I was in an absolute taxi hotspot because, as you know, yep. the, the main road in from Essex goes very near my house. Yes, yep. Yeah, and from South East Under, whenever I go into town, I often drive past your little parade of shops. Oh, do you? Yes, if I'm oh, getting a cab right. into town, we go up through the Blackwall Tunnel, Hooker Left, Victoria Park, Josh Widdicombe's house, London. There we go. Yeah, don't don't give the specific address, but... <laughs> oh, well, Victoria Park's big, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine, totally fine. Oh, yeah, you're, oh, Josh lives in the house next to Victoria Park. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, come on, guys. They're all going to know where I live now. <laughs> so no taxi? No, two of them cancelled. Can't you drive? Uh, well, I'll come to that in another story, Rob. Okay. Which, uh, so in the end, got the ta- had to get a taxi. Yeah. Um, two cancelled. The third one, following yeah. on my little map on my, uh, on my app. So do they go in a car seat then? How does it work? No, they're allowed in, the, uh, they're allowed on a, in a black cab. Uh, so just rattle around in there if it crashes like a they've got they've like got an egg a, cup in a box. Put a seatbelt on her. All oh, right, yeah, you square. <laughs> just give her a cigarette. Put a seatbelt on her. She's fine. Oh, you can't do Ubers. Um, oh, that's against the rules because there's no car seat in there. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I've just I've oh, googled anyway, it. And, uh, you've googled it. Yeah. Um, so um, I just googled tart meaning. <laughs> We're all googling, mate. <laughs> Navigating our way through this crazy, messed up world. He anyway, he overshoots. Watching him on my little map, yeah, and he completely overshoots and misses. Uh, misses the main road that uh, oh, runs no. through the Victoria Park. Goes completely the other direction. I phone him up. He's only dropping his kid off at school after taking the job, Rob. So he took the job. Took the then job. Took his kid to school. Dropped his kid to school and then came and picked me up. <laughs> Oh, is that like when you get a Deliveroo and they're dropping off someone else's pizza? Yeah, And then they come and bring yours. But normally, you know when it's like an Uber and it's like, oh, just completing job, you can see it. But I didn't know he was going to go to a different school. Anyway. No, that's mental. You can't be called free now. Just free now unless I need to take my kid to school. Free now. Also, yeah, I tell you what. Um, um, Anyway. I know you're tired. You can't be bothered to finish banter. No, I can't be bothered to finish banter. (laughs) Eventually, get there. It's all fine. I, I had to make him wait though. Normally, I'd get an Uber back if I was in a panic to save money. So you paid, you just made him wait and then got in again. Mate, yeah. your, your your lifestyle, you're like one of the Ecclestons. I, I couldn't believe what I was doing. I made a taxi <laughs> wait. It's a quick drop off at that point. Don't care if you're nervous about me going. I've got to leave you here. The time is money here. Yeah? 
Oh, God. We had to get back for this, didn't you? I haven't eaten in 18 hours, Rob. Why not? Well, because... What did you have for dinner? I misjudged my food yesterday. So oh, you went to the Cheltenham Book Festival? I went to the Cheltenham Book Festival. What time did you get home? Um, half 12. Because the M4 was shut, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. How did you do it? I come back from Bristol, mate. Oh, right. Oh, we could have shut We're all working. We're all working. Yeah, we're working. Um, so what time did you get back? <laughs> I got back at 1am. Oh, mate. M4 shut in two separate jokes. What is this? What, what is this podcast? <laughs> what, are, what the fuck are we doing? We've got, we've got good people that listen to this. And me and you are talking about the fucking M4 like a pair of silly old pricks. Get a pair of old tarts. <laughs> um, oh, I really hope tarts is okay if it's just us calling yeah, each other tarts now. Fine, Michael's going to have a terrible time editing this. <laughs> we'll just bleep it out and it looks like we just keep calling each other <laughs> Bit of an heavy morning for them two today. Um, Something's sorry. up at lockdown parenting. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I got there. Yeah, at five. They were like, "It's great. There's free food." And then yep. I, like, I just did kept do, having to do things. Like I was on at seven. Yeah, and then it got to like twenty to seven, and they were like, "Do you want a roast dinner?" And I'm like. No, <laughs> of course I don't want a roast dinner. So you had to go and talk about so, your book for so an hour, basically. And talk about my book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm not. I'm not, I don't want a fucking roast dinner. <laughs> and also, like, if you're imagine having a roast dinner and then performing. Yeah, and if you're a, um, like, if you eat meat, at least the roast dinner you could go. I'll just have the meat because that's kind of lighter. Yes. So, it was a sweet potato roulade as, as instead of the meat, so which is like roulade. the heaviest, yeah, heaviest in Cheltenham. What's a roulade? It's it's a, it's, a, it's a posh pasty, Rob. <laughs> so you didn't eat the roast I didn't dinner, eat. yeah? And then I just got, and then I had two large glasses of red wine while I was doing my Ooh, book signing. Stop yeah. it! Uh, yeah. And so obviously I was buzzing by that. I was like, I don't need to eat. <laughs> Get in the car back. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, How long? It's about a four-hour drive, isn't it? No, three, 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 three hours. And then went to bed and woke up and I'm like, I haven't eaten since yesterday lunchtime. <laughs> what did you have? What was your last meal? Well, this is the even more embarrassing thing, Rob. You didn't have roulade again, did you? No, I didn't. I was, I'm on a, I was, I was like, I was just trying to eat well, right? So I had, <laughs> I had tofu and and, uh, as, and asparagus, Rob. That's all I, I had. I don't think your life's very nice. <laughs> self-inflicted i know i'm an idiot <laughs> do you know what i do i think so i was i was thinking about this earlier i think out of the two of us you have the sort of more um extreme sort of meltdowns where i fly yeah. off the handle quite quickly but sometimes your life's like a puzzle that's been jumped on and yeah. just explodes into a million pieces <laughs> and you're on the floor trying to get the roulade the tofu the cabs waiting it's um but it's yeah. like that when the, when the baby's young because the ske- you can't, you've got no schedule to rely on no. It's all and over. No sleep. The, it's Are all you over the shop. Yeah. Also, I told. It's got a bit better than last time, Rob. You had a new technique where the baby gets in the bed and you go and sleep in yeah, the spare room. Yeah. So, so, it's, so I'm and not, that was I'm, a positive, I'm now wasn't to stay it? Stay in the bed. Oh, you're in the bed. You're back in the but, bed. Good yeah, news. Yeah. So, yeah. it's a, it's an astonishing thing that this baby can do, right? Because he goes <laughs> yeah. to bed at seven p.m. <laughs> yeah. He manages to wake up at five past five on the fucking dot every morning. <laughs> Like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, 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 exactly. Quick gym session, protein shake, back to bed. But it's... 
I don't know how he does five, it. It's always five past. Basically, it's always within ten minute range, and you're like, how are you doing this? You sleep for exactly ten hours, whatever. Oh, that is a good ten hours, though, isn't it? Oh, it's great. Because you get your uh, evenings. Yeah, it's superb. And as so long as you get, till five. Yeah, I think I think it's better that they get up early if they're properly asleep. Oh, totally. That's good though. So how old's the baby? Five months. Five, look, Josh, two months ago your life was in pieces. This is an inspirational story. There's people listening here exactly. right in the fucking front line of it. Three months in and it's terrible, waiting for the regression, and they think, how can this regress? Oh yes, boy, it can regress. <laughs> it will get worse, but then it'll get better, and before you know it, you're having two glasses of red wine and not eating. Yeah, exactly. Like a student, exactly. like a posh student. <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches, but there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem. Of a detour. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick Sporting Goods. Yeah, so at 5am he wakes up and he feeds and then we put the things to keep him in the bed. And then, but I found I've, I've got a space on the bed now, Rob, when he oh, comes yeah. into the bed. Yeah. Uh, I now sleep at the bottom of the bed, horizontally. <laughs> like a dog? Yeah. Like a little <laughs> dog. Like a dog at the He's bottom of the, the bed. Bottom. So, so what about Rosie's feet? Are they not in your face? No, no, because no, no, I'll go. So they'll be at my, they'll be about my knees, and my okay. my feet will go off the end of the bed because I mean I'm too I'm too long for the width of the bed. How small's this bed, mate? Oh come on now! <laughs> I don't want to do height banner, but you shouldn't be you shouldn't be longer than your bed. <laughs> what is it? It's, like a cat, extra, it's, a big, it's a king. It's a big it's bed. A <laughs> You're a big man. It's a big bed. See, so your feet are off the um, end. I'm going to say it, Rob. And tr- go, go home and try it. Not go home, you're at home. Go upstairs and try it after this. Yeah. You, go on. You, you probably have never lay horizontally across a bed. You'll be surprised how much longer you are than the width of a bed. No chance. Well, if, if that's the case, Peter Crouch will be like a seesaw on the bed. Well, he never has to do this. <laughs> because no bed is prepared for this because no one's ever done it before. No one so, ever sleeps horizontally so, across a bed. So your feet are hanging off and your head's by the baby, but there's space around your head. So does Rose kick you in the let knee? Me, let me just draw your diagram and I'll put it on the group. Okay, right. all right. I want to see the heat map of your bed throughout the evening. There's Josh there, dominating the left-hand side. Oh, it's 5am. He's been relegated to the base as he snuggles up to the feet of Rose like a little dog. The talk about order in the pack and your pecking order. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's mad. <laughs> I'm very excited about seeing the... We'll have to post this onto uh, Instagram to see your uh, There you go. diagram. Let's have a look. I've done it on a post-it because that's all I've got. <laughs> I mean, also, Josh, I can't imagine what's going to be on this diagram that I haven't already got on my head. Yeah, you, no, You've not I'm painted just... a complicated picture. No. But, I mean, that's exactly what I thought was going to be. <laughs> that is the most pointless, the most pointless drawing <laughs> in the history of pointless drawings. <laughs> also... <laughs> Also, you didn't need to draw the bed. The post-it note could have been the bed. 
<laughs> That's a good point. Hang on, so let me just walk, talk through this photo. So which one's you? <laughs> the small one. <laughs> God, he's a big boy, you're baby. <laughs> or Rosie's tiny. Okay, yeah, I've got the picture now because yeah, it was sick. Okay. In, we'll in my head, though, in my head, you were on the other side of the bed. I don't know why. Nearest the, you know, nearest the door. Oh, right, yeah, no, I know. I you should know. be, shouldn't I? You should be near. Go. Isn't that a thing nearest the door? I know, but we're always on these sides and it's kind of stuck now. It's a thing, isn't it? That's a, that is what yeah. it is. Um, well, that's good. So you get to sleep on the bed now, not in the spare room. Yeah, from five till, five till about half seven. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it, that this is the best it's been for you in five months? Like, look at it. <laughs> I can't stop looking at it. No, that's oh. my life. That's my <laughs> life in a post-it note. <laughs> oh, How are God. you? Oh good, yeah, good actually. It's um, I've been I've, I've been away for the last four nights gigging. I've had the most insane oh, schedule, nice. um, just because of, you know the pandemic and things Are like that. Are people at your gigs mm. podcast listeners? Uh, yes, uh, yeah, some are. Yeah, I got heckled with your name the other day in Exeter. You know your local, oh yeah, right, bit cool. a local one. And they, I said, someone said they're from Dartmoor, and they all just pissed themselves laughing. And I was like, why is that funny? And they went, that's because where Josh is from. And I went, fuck that guy. Tonight's about me. <laughs> I, I get the odd podcast heckle because everyone's bought their tickets before the lockdown. Yeah. There's, so there's loads. Most of the people haven't heard the podcast. Yeah. And I've got a bit of material about having a stiff neck. <laughs> And someone always shout out stiff neck. And then most of the people will be like, what the fuck is that person shouting that out for? Yeah, it's very difficult because then you have to explain. When I did the book Henley Book Festival, yeah. there was people asking me questions about the podcast that were quite specific and niche. And then I, I laughed and I had to go. So basically, then I had to try to remember where all these things had come from. So I'm like, you know, so, yeah, so basically my, my daughter saw an elephant trunk and called it, you know, it was a, 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 a gay, oh God. And it just constantly having to explain oh, myself. But it's, it's nice to have a committed audience. Josh, it's yeah, good. it's lovely. So, but if you guys could, you know, pass it on to people that were fans of me eighteen months ago, that'd be ideal. <laughs> they, they are really, they're really sh struggling to keep up the narrative of the stiff neck, uh, loose yeah. neck, Stiffy McGee and Ben Bucket. But whatever, I can't, yeah. I can't remember. It. That's the thing because we sort of just turn up and just speak because we don't. Nothing's planned or organised. I know. Shock. Who would have thought? You know, there's no planning meeting for our M4 chat. But um, so I'll say things and I forgot I've said them, and then people will come up in the, in the street and just say something to me like socks in the bath. Yeah. Like, what is it? What? You're right, mate. Do you need some help? No, socks in the bath. You keep like socks in the bath. And because also people are at different stages of listening to it. For them, it yeah. feels really current. And then you're like, oh my God, I can't remember what that was. So, um, yeah, so thanks thanks for the heckles about the podcast. But um, sometimes it is a bit uh, confusing to the rest of the room. But um, yeah, you're a, big, you're a big deal down there. Exit away, Josh. Too right, mate. Too I'll right. stop it. That's where I'm in sick form. Is it? Is yeah. it? Um, yeah. I um, well, yeah. So I did. I was away for four nights this week, yeah, gigging, lovely. and I came back, got in at one a.m. last night. So I got up this morning at seven to do the school run, yeah. get them all ready. Came downstairs like the hero I thought I was to the two two girls eating this. I went, "Daddy's home," and they, one of them didn't look at me. The other one went. <laughs> This is what she said. Four nights have been away. Desperately, I'm finding it really difficult being away from them because yeah. I'm not used to it. And she said to me, don't come near me. Oh, mate. Brutal. Absolutely skewered me. Don't oh. come. And then I go to Lou, oh, they miss me. And Lou goes, um, do you want the truth? 
When someone says you want the truth, the answer's no. <laughs> so just say no. Don't don't try and like build me up with what's the truth. What 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 have they been up to without you? Well, to be fair, like we've not done one for a little while, but they've just been at school really, and they're getting yeah. tired now because half half term is approaching. But we got um, a funny uh, funny uh, note back from uh, my five year old teacher. Yeah. So this, you'll love this, right? So he, he said that basically she made the class sort of laugh by accident today because she couldn't remember the teaching assistant's name. Yeah. So it's like a nice lady. So she went to her, Oi, love. <laughs> to get her attention. She went, Oi, love. You tart. <laughs> no, she did not say that. <laughs> she went, Oi, love, right? And then Lou was like, Oh, yeah, classic you, Rob. Because like, obviously anything that's a bit more like, like that, I get the blame. But it ain't me. I don't know what she's got. Love. She, is, love. she gets it from I've Lou. Never heard you say it. Lou says oi all the time. All the time. <laughs> gets it. I've been down in Exeter too long. All the time, Roy. <laughs> she says oi to get their attention all the time. So she gets that, and then Lou says, "All right, my love, like that." So Lou, it's from of Lou. Course. But I got the. I've I've been taking the heat from it. Oh, because because yeah, if Lou says it, it's a very um, chilled out thing to say. Oi, oi, if I oi love, it's awful if yeah, I say that. Yeah, it's like someone's not paid at the market. Oi love, come here, don't oh take the piss, God. will you? And they obviously that that sounds like so Beckett, isn't it? Exactly. That? And when you you know they're, they're never gonna think that's Lou, is it? So I took no. a huge amount of heat oh. for that. Did she get in trouble for it? Uh, no, they just laughed and said, you know, you might know it's Mrs. Whatever her name is, you must say Mrs. that. Mrs. Love. Mrs. It's Mrs. Love to you, or Ms. <laughs> Love. Not I Love, Ms. Love. Um, but yeah, they've, they've been a bit like, they're getting a bit little bit cheeky and naughty of each other, right? I, I mm. got up with them the other morning before I went away for work, and I gave them both yogurts, and I turned around, I heard giggling and this little weird noise, and they'd got straws out the drawer. They got these straws out, and I heard this noise like, I turned around, they'd been. Getting yogurt in their straws and just spitting at each other's faces. Oh my word! They were covered in yogurt. There was yogurt all over the floor and all over their faces, <laughs> and they were pissing themselves laughing. <laughs> but, and it's like you don't look be like a boring dad and tell them no, off. No, like, you can't square. gob spit at each other with straws like yogurt straws. So I made them clear it all up. But it was just like you know when you just saw you, you have to tell them like off. But it's quite it, it, it's quite funny, what? isn't it? Yeah, and do you know what? I've already got that thing where. I don't want to be the square, Rob. I don't. I want to. I want to be like. Yeah, I get it. We all want to spit yogurt. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I'm like a yeah, cool teacher. I'd love to. Yeah. If I could sit there, my mate would just gob yogurt in his face and he'd do it back to me. I'd have a great afternoon. I don't want to be the guy that's saying you can't spit yogurt. Yeah, but then I sort of think, why can't we? We'll clear it up. It's just yeah, something we do. <laughs> How many people need to do it before it's a cultural thing? <laughs> You know what I mean? Going, oh, it's a bit disgusting. And I think you'll find in our culture, that's just what we do. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I could invent that as a new thing, just gobbing, gobbing yogurt at each other's faces. Yeah, I, think that, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. No. Um, oh, Josh, I've got something to talk to you about here as well. Yeah. Um, oh, first of all, you'll love this. Lou listens to the podcast, right? Yeah. Even though the other day she was so annoyed with me, she had to leave the room because she was sick of my voice and she listens to the podcast. Yeah. And I went, how can you get the ump with me and then go in the other room after you've got the ump with me and listen to the podcast? And she went, because it's the edited version of you. Oh, Wow. So oh, wow. essentially, I think I might need Michael to move in and just <laughs> snip out your conversation. <laughs> yeah, tap me on the shoulder and just like, dear, don't bother with that one, Rob. Don't Let's nip that with one the out. M4 stuff. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, don't. She doesn't care about the M4, Rob. Just leave it. Just say she looks nice. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> uh, 
Um, also, you need to explain yourself, Josh. You're you're doing that. Um, who do you think you are? And you're related to Henry VIII. The ultimate stiff knack. Henry VIII, and it explains your terrible views on women. <laughs> And you've got a stiff neck. You'd need a stiff neck to survive it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Your, ma- your <laughs> they great, tried great to drop nan. my head off, but it wouldn't go. <laughs> Old Sally stiff neck, your great, great nan, couldn't get the blade through. No. So <laughs> that's been, exciting. You're, you're yeah, real, I've, been, I've been sworn to secrecy, obviously. But it's I in the paper, it. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no it was. <clears throat> so, <laughs> that's oh, such sorry, a dad cough. That's such a little granddad dad cough. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a nut go the wrong way down. Oh, you are eating then, are you? 18 hours? I, I'm, I'm having a protein shake, Rob. Are you? And a little nut in it? Add a little bit. Are you trying to bulk up? No, it's just... I was so... <laughs> I was, I'd love it if you got hench. Do you think? I'd love you know, it if you just got absolutely... Like Joel Domit. No, not like Joel Domic, because he's sort of athletic and lean, but I think just like massive arm and like a tiny strong man. <laughs> but I'd love to use to get hench, Josh, but really big and muscly, just like rock no, solid. I just want to uh, <laughs> just not hate my body. Just hate your body? Did you hate say hate your body? Yeah. <laughs> Do you hate your body? I, I have done in the last month or so. I've really, oh, you've, yeah. just put, you've just got to put on yeah. a little bit of weight yeah, from, yeah, exactly. yeah, where, yeah, yeah. from takeaways and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The amount of takeaways we had <laughs> in the first three months yep. of having a baby was unacceptable. It was out of control. Yeah, but that's, I think you've got, you can't judge yourself for that. That's fine. That's just life. And you can be fairly healthy with a takeaway if you get like chicken shish. You can't have chicken, but just no. something, something shished. Yeah. Um, sweet potato you... roulade shish. <laughs> roulade. That's sweet potato roulade shish. Um, I, um... What, what were we talking about that made us? I was saying something and then I choked on a nut, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do what this. I've had sort of waves of parent panic recently. You oh, know, yeah? sometimes you feel all right and then all of a sudden you feel bad and it's, you know, it's mental. So I, I think this is a good place to talk about it. I was just like on TikTok and there was a, like a TikTok going, start them early and then you never know what they can achieve. And it was like images oh. of like this six month old on a climbing frame. And then it moved oh, to like eight months old and they're like doing pull ups and then like 18 months old and they're like literally flying across this ho- home gym climbing frame set up. And it was like future gymnasts. And I was like, oh my God. I never, I never taught my kids how to be a gymnast at eight oh, months. No, okay, and like, and, but like, start on this spiral of going. Well, that's you're a terrible parent, aren't you? You're not helping them have opportunities to be a gymnast. And then I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. Why no. am I beating myself up about not training my kid to be a mad gymnast at eighteen exactly. months? It's exactly. ridiculous, isn't it? It's so weird, all that kind of stuff. You don't want to be Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena. Do you know what I mean? I know. Well, that's the thing. I just sort of think... But I think it's when you're tired, that's when you beat yourself up. And that's why parenting so hard, mm. is you're always tired. So you, you haven't got that sort of armour of confidence yeah. and self-worth to go, no, actually, it doesn't matter. They're very happy kids and doing their own thing. They don't totally. have to be good at doing pull-ups at 18 months. I'm 35 and still can't do one. I've had a nice life. <laughs> But if I will be able to do pull up, I will be able to do one if I keep drinking these protein shakes, Rob. (laughs) If you want to read another book, yeah, they're lovely. Vegan protein shake, pop a banana in, bit of oat milk, bit of. Oh, God, I'm boring myself. Um, If you want to read another book that makes you feel good about being a parent, Rob. (laughs) Sorry, God. I'm boring myself out loud. Out loud. Do you know what the other day? So okay, you know when occasionally, like yeah. you're just like, 
you're on a bit of a Is low. that your belly rumbling? Yeah. Because it hasn't eaten in 18 months. <laughs> it's had a nut 18 weeks. 18 months. 18 hours. God, I'm so tired. <laughs> 18 weeks. The wheels have come off already on this one. Oh, dear. So the other day, I was, it was before last leg, I forgot I was mic'd up. You know when I just said it boring myself? Yeah. Just It was like five minutes before our last leg. And I just said to myself, I hate my life. <laughs> and then I realised I was mic'd up. Did anyone say anything? No, I was literally just walking yeah. to the toilet and I went, oh, God. I, what? Like, I was just, you know... You know those moments of yeah. self-doubt when you're like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Just, yeah, what, what, this tired, is yeah, a bit just... nervous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're basically like, "I don't. I'm nervous, and I'm kicking out against my own life." <laughs> and I thought, "There's someone in the gallery there that's just heard me go, I hate my life.'" <laughs> and then they got they got to direct you on live TV yeah, for an hour, looking at you. Let's do this. <laughs> going poor sod, look at him. <laughs> well, I think though that's the thing though with that kind of thing. Everyone does feel like that, but you of just course. want to make sure you're not. You don't feel like that all day every day. <laughs> Cause, and the danger is, when you do feel like that, it's good to say it out loud and address it because you, that, that's just yeah. that feeling at that point and feelings come and go and then you'll feel good again later on. Yeah. But it's about if you don't acknowledge it and you try and suppress it and keep it down, that's when it builds and gets horrible because you're not being honest and open about it. So, in a way, totally. it's good to say that out loud, Josh, but, you know... Broadcast it to uh, the director and the commissioner of Channel 4. <laughs> so, how's Josh getting on with the new series? And then he just says, I hate my life. OK, well, um, coming up... <laughs> Alex Brooker. So in this part, Josh, you get cream pied by Alex Brooker while Adam Hills laughs. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so who do you think you are? Yes. Oh, yes. Sorry. Who do you think you no, are? Yeah, King yeah, so That's out soon, isn't it? I'm looking forward to that. It's out on Tuesday. Tonight, I suppose. T- if you're... Tonight? Oh, well, good. as in the night of um, this podcast going out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was mad. Obviously, I didn't know any of these things. You get to see my school, Rob, my primary school where there was four kids in my year in the opening scene. Oh, team. yes, please. And then it goes all the way, ends at a certain place local to you, Hever Castle. Hever? Oh, that's where he lived, didn't it? Anna Cleves and all that. And um, no, um, what's it called? Um, Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. I think it was Which is my a few, family home, Rob. Your family home was Hever Castle? Well, Anne, Boleyn, Anne Boleyn's sister, Mary Boleyn, yeah. is my 14 times great-grandma. <gasps> And she had an illegitimate child with Henry VIII when he was married to her sister. So that was like secret and not part of the... But it was secret. And that is uh, my 13 times great-grandmother. Do you know what? That it's, I did an ITV one, which is due to come out next year. And he's not like that. <laughs> Rob. Scum from scum from scum <laughs> from scum. As far back as you can find it, labouring in a field. And you, little miss, <laughs> does it, it does explain your slightly posh behaviour. <laughs> well, how is... None of the money fucking came through, Rob. <laughs> I know, but none just of the, the power thought... came through. Just the, just the chip on my shoulder. The thought process of, I'll get a cab to nursery and leave it running. That's what Henry VIII <laughs> would have done. He wouldn't have done the fucking nursery run. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. Oh, 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 Josh, I've got a little secret as well, I've been, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. Basically, you know there's been a petrol shortage, basically, only in South East London. You haven't got all the petrol, have you? I ain't got it all, but I'll tell you what I've been doing. It's actually, the petrol queue situation is quite good for a parent wanting a break. 
Oh, yes, please. It reminds me of when, I don't know if I mentioned it here, where I used to to go to the dump, and that was quite good. I love the dump. Yeah, but there's a CCTV camera at the dump, and I always say to Lou, I'm going to check the CCTV to see what it looks like, and she thinks I'm checking to see if it's clear. I'm checking to see a queue, because I know I get in like 40 minutes of a podcast in the queue for the dump. Same with petrol. It's a sneaky little avoid parenting way. And also, you're doing something go. Babe, do you want me to go and get the petrol? Yeah, shall I? Yeah, you stay here. I'll do it. Don't worry. I'll go and go. Oh, thanks, Rob. You're a hero. No worries. It's all right. I'll be back in two hours with a oh, meal deal. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I, I did do that. But it looks like the petrol situation that's is sorting just... itself out now. So oh, that's, that's that well, gone. But if it crops up again. You dealt with it better than me because this was my disaster driving wise. Oh, no, um, what's happened, Josh? On sa- so Saturday, yeah. we were like, we didn't. We've got to get more things in at the weekends. That's the problem. We've made this decision. We're going well, to... What, activities? Yeah. We've yeah. made... Twice this week, we made the mistake of going two-on-two two rather than one-on-one. On one. First one, two-on-two two at Westfield was... Because oh. when the baby's tough. that small, the, the older one don't enjoy it. No one enjoys no, it. they don't on the same yet. thing. Because one of you could go for lunch with the baby to see a friend. And you exactly. could say... And then it's only for like six months or so, and then it's mummy day, daddy day. Yeah, totally. Maybe, maybe if you do that in the days, and then you know, mummy day, daddy day, and then you two can see each other in the evening, then that way everyone's enjoying themselves. The, totally. You get a break with the baby. I know the baby's still difficult, but you oh, can it's do not you, as difficult as no, you know. because it's your activity, isn't it? You can go for lunch or visit a friend, and the baby's there. Whereas with the older one, you've got to do like trampolining or the park or something that they want to do. Yes. So I then um, for Saturday we decided to go to. Epping Forest, classic. Nice. It was so difficult to get out of the house, Rob, <laughs> that we eventually got into the car at ten past three. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's been up since what? Half seven? Five? Five? Yeah, five, yeah, five, yeah it's yeah. half seven. Yeah. yeah. I achieved basically nothing in the day. Got in the I, car at ten past three. I find there's sometimes just like a shit in the pants keep washing, changing clothes, sort just, of cycle. Just, oh, we need a feed now. Oh, now it's nap time. Yeah. It, you can't get out. So you get out 10 past three, Sunday. Or Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Drive to Epping Forest, which is half an hour. (laughs) Lovely. Now, I haven't driven the car in a month because of the petrol crisis. I was just like, I'm not going to... I'm only going to use it in emergencies. And I was like, well, I'm just going to go to Epping Forest. Half a tank of petrol. Lovely. Get in. Still not done the fucking tyres, mate. Unbelievable. (laughs) Get the warning about the (laughs) tyres. The warning now is, it says... Uh, your tyres need pumping up. Don't go over 80. I'm like, I'm not allowed to go over 80. Anyway. <laughs> that's yeah, the that's law. The, yeah. And also, don't kill your wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't smoke heroin. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't rob a bank as well while you're at it, OK? Oh, thanks. So thanks for all these rules you're just giving, you're giving me, just so I know what's up, what I'm up to. <laughs> Fuck's sake, I'm ring the garage. I'm doing 90 miles an hour down the motorway and the tyre blows out that was too flat. What are you going to do about it? Ring the police. She was doing that against the law. I'm so I get there, drive there, find a parking space. Lovely. It's it's only it's only twenty to four. We've still got a good hour before the sun goes down. <laughs> Pull up as I turn the engine off. Yeah. Get the warning that the battery is very low. I wish I could see your face. And it says... So at the moment, you're dealing with three warning lights. Low petrol, low battery, <laughs> no, no the air in the fine. Time. Astonishingly, petrol is the only thing that's fine. <laughs> the actual crisis is just Josh Widdicombe. The Josh Widdicombe <laughs> crisis, not the petrol crisis. 
Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations at Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. It says a battery is dangerously low or something very low. Oh. Um, it then recommends that I just immediately drive around to, to you know... Yeah, you charge it up, go on a long run to, charge to charge, it recharge it up. I've yeah. just driven for half an hour. It's not long enough, Josh. You've sat idle for a month. I know. So I phoned my dad, who knows all about cars. <laughs> He's like, it's, it'll be fine. Just You don't need to drive straight away. Just go to the forest. It's, he said, I would get back in your car before you need to use the lights, though. Oh, um, God, that's a worrying... Yeah, that's a worrying thing. Yeah. But obviously... Overshadows the, the walk around the forest. This knowledge that there's a chance we're going to get stuck. Like, there's no way of relaxing no in a forest. That's, yeah, you might as well yeah. just carry on driving because there's yeah. no there's no fun to be had now. It's a pure anxiety. Will the car start walk? Yeah, and then on top of that, when I'm in the forest, I realise due to the battery situation, I've forgotten to pay and display as well. Oh so, no. So that's hanging over me as well. Oh, God. It was... Now, I should say, disappointingly, the car did start and we did drive home. So don't... That's not going to be... But it's the most stressful half-hour walk through a forest I've ever had in my life. Also, as well, like, in a way, like it's weird doing this podcast because if it didn't start, you're upset, but you're also going, this is going to be so good for the podcast. I'm going to start doing some voice notes now while the kids are crying. (laughs) But, yeah, you can't relax when you think that might happen. So, so you're, you're walking around a forest thinking, am I stuck here? So did you drive, you drove it home and it was fine. It was fine. Now, I don't know what I do now. Well, it's not going to start now because you, you should have taken it for a longer drive at that point. Well, I drove it home and it didn't give me the warning when I got home. So yeah, I don't know whether that's done it's enough. It's slowly going down now. Is it? Yeah. Do I need to get in now? It's probably gone. Oh, for God's sake. So what do I do if I... What do I do now? <laughs> Have I well, not you, got a car anymore? Well, yeah, it won't start now because there's no batteries to power yeah. it. So, so I could just sit in it. You can sit in it if you want, um, and uh, you could you could push it, but you you will have to ring probably the uh, like AARAC to come oh, out to for crying out loud charge it or just jump because I haven't it. used it in a month. Yeah, or you can remove. I mean, I'm going to suggest this to you, but you're never going to do this, and you won't know how. Remove the battery, take it in indoors, and get a battery charger and charge it up yourself. Yeah, I wouldn't know which bit the battery is. <laughs> So, yeah, but it might start, but the longer you leave it, the more likely it won't. So what do I need to do? During a petrol crisis, I need to drive around for two hours using petrol to charge up my battery. Yeah, but you're, you're, the battery isn't aware that there's a crisis. It's not sort of no, just no, chosen. I, I, no. 
this point. It's not like this is very considerate of you, Battery, to decide now to run out. It's just an unfortunate set of circumstances. So how often do I need to be using my car? I mean, I, I, look, I don't, I'm not saying that you need to polish it twice a day and do detailing on it, but I would, I would suggest giving the tyres some air and no, having a battery charged. But I mean, how often, to stop my battery, this happening again? I'd, I'd, I'd probably use the car like twice a week, minimum. I thought I was doing a good thing by not using the car, Rob, and now look at me. I just think the, the message I think they're trying to get out is drive more using petrol. <laughs> That's, I think that's the vibe. I think that's what we're heading for. Diesel's bad. Keep driving with petrol. Okay, good. Um, oh, Josh, this is funny though. I've got. Um, I, oh, I should have. I've got to say this. Books out this week. My book is out this yes, week. Yes, books out this week. But this isn't just a shameless plug. You're going got, to Cheltenham Festival. Yes, I'm going to Cheltenham Festival to do a book talk on Friday. The absolute stiff neck central. I cannot wait to hear how Rob Beckett. Gets on at Cheltenham Literature Festival. You love the gig. Oh, mate, I'm going to have a rock hard stiff neck and a rock hard roulade. <laughs> down a couple of bottles of wine and let rip. Um, what is it just talking about the book in it? Just like. It's great. You sit there, you talk about the book, you have a couple of glasses of red wine, and then you sign loads of books for people. I don't know, but it does feel a bit self involved, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? I know I'm doing Rob, it. And I've agreed you to... go around every night and do stand up about yourself. Yeah, I know, but that's me being... That's jokes, isn't it? Me just going, actually, I decided to write the book. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. <laughs> no one cares. You don't but do that. Don't. You just... You just... No, that, yeah, there's none of, like, what was your... It's all just, like, just do the best, funniest bits from yeah. the book as if it was a conversation. Yeah, just have a laugh and then take some questions. Anyway, it's not about the book. The book's coming out on Thursday. A class act is in shops, but the reason I'm bringing it up is, one, because the publishers asked me to, but secondly, more importantly, <laughs> my kids... I've seen the book, right? I gave them the book. They started I haven't got the book yet. It sh- should be coming. There should be a box arriving. All right. Okay, cool. There, there's a box. There's a book coming for you. Um, yeah, because I sent out a little gift box to people. which has got a bucket out oh, in it and some drinks. Oh, yes, please. And you choose if you're middle class or uh, uh, working class and you put the, the out on the right The problem is now I'm royalty. I know. I, you need a new out. I think they call it a crown. <laughs> Um, crown app, that's what they call it. Um, anyway, so the book, there's loads of photos in the books and the girls were looking at it laughing because there's loads of photos of me yeah. as a kid, blah, blah, blah. But there's a photo of me at a festival. Um, uh, I think yeah. it was a, a V festival. And I'm sat yeah. next to like a hoarding and on it, someone has graffitied piss here and an arrow pointing down and I'm sat underneath it. A quirky it. comedy pick. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sat there and then as we're reading it, my five-year-old goes, oh, my five-year-old reads it. Go, oh, piss here. <laughs> I was like, Pardon? <laughs> It says piss here. I went, and then she was like, what's piss? What's piss? And I was like, no, you can't say that. You know, I should have left it, but I panicked. She lost her mind. She went, piss here? So what? I went, oh, piss is like a rude word for pee-pee and wee-wee. She went, someone wee-wee, someone pissed on the floor. And I'm like, oh, God, like that. She's going, piss here, piss here, piss here, piss here. And just shouting, piss here, right? And absolutely, she giggles so much. And I can't really tell her off because it's written in a book that I've shown her. Yeah, of Do you know course. What I mean? And so it says, piss here. She keeps saying piss here. And I was like, no, you mustn't say that, right? And then she was in the corner oh, going... Once you're, once you're saying you mustn't say oh. that, it's game over, yeah, Rob. She kept it's going, game p- over. She kept going, p- 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 no, no, p- p- piss here. No, you can't say that. Now we've settled on, you're allowed to say it in the house, but not out the house. Oh, she's absolutely... She's, she's struck yeah, a deal. Yeah, so now every time anyone comes in, she gets the book, runs to the door, anyone... Like, if it's the delivery driver, the postman, any, anyone, she opens it up on that page and goes, piss here. 
and just points oh, at the word piss amazing. here. And now the three-year-old knows it because I came home and she was laughing, giggling, going, piss here, piss. And Lulu was going, no, you can't say that, you can't say that. And then the three-year-old just looked at me and went, piss. Just, <laughs> she knows the word piss now. <laughs> and I heard them, and one of them said, Daddy, I need a piss. Oh no! So they're they're it's fully over. pissed. It's yeah. over, mate. So I've said they're not allowed to say it at school. Oi, love is going to be the least of your problems by this time next Oi, love, day. piss. Oi, love, I need a piss. Where's the, where's the bog? <laughs> I'm going for a slash. Is that right with you, darling? Your house <laughs> is a building site, Rob. Your house is like. <laughs> Oi, darling. Oi, love, I'm going for a piss. All right, yeah, I need a slash. I'll be back in five. Yeah. Cool. Do you have to make a tea, with... tea with six sugars in it? Yeah, cup of tea won't go on me, treat. Oh, all right, darling, see you in a bit. Wait. Now, girl, stop it. You know, you're being very rude. You're embarrassing <laughs> mummy and daddy. But yeah, so, um, yes, if you get the book, Piss Here will be there, but be careful reading it in front of children because they can read now, kids, these days. They can. It's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. Um, right, Josh, um, oh, we, we spoke for ages. We'll do we some... Do some Instagrams maybe on Friday. Some good emails. And yeah, let's do some Instagrams Friday. Small business shout out now. Um, okay, um, I'll do this one. Oh, I'm going to do this one. Um, oh, because I, I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram. I had to put an Instagram post out because in my book, uh, Josh, I talk about having slight mental health issues in the past, yeah. which I'm, I'm up to, I was at a very low point, but I'm absolutely fine now because I sort of told people and it's all detailed in the book and it's a very small part of the book most of the books those are silly stories about my massive nipples during puberty and drunkenly talking to Stephen Hawking however there is a small bit that the press have jumped on so for this small business shout out I'm going to give a shout out to this charity the Matt Palmer Trust and it's a mental health charity you can go to mattpalmertrust.org.uk and um, it's a charity set up in honour of my friend who sadly um, took his own life through mental health problems and it's all about um, raising awareness of mental health especially in, in men and how you can donate and they're very good Matt Palmer Trust because they're like a um, they send you to places that have already existing um, courses and access to help and stuff so you can go on the mattpalmertrust.org.uk or mattpalmertrust on Instagram and if you want to donate you can text Palmer P-A-L-M-E-R and five pounds, so you just text P A L M E R and then the, the five, five pound, the little pound sign and five to seven o four seven o to support this mental health charity. And uh, yeah, all the info's on the mattpalmertrust.org.uk. So that's that's my small business shout out that this is month. A this week. good one. Do you know what? I'm just going to grab, I've had a good idea for what would work off that small business wise because yep. let me just go and grab it. One sec, I'll be go 30 on. seconds. Okay. 30 seconds is a long time for old Bobby Beckles to fill, but I'll give it a go. Um, actually, I can't be bothered. Mark will just edit this bit. Oh, God, I'm out of breath, Rob. Where did you go? I ran downstairs. Where do you live? Eiffel Tower? It bloody feels like that sometimes. No, it's, it's, <laughs> the house is too thin, so it's, it's taller than it should be for the amount of rooms it's got. You're fat! Bit like my bed, too thin. You sound like you're. It sounds like you've just done Strictly, and you're waiting for the judges' comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. You've been training really hard on this, and yeah. Foxtrot doesn't come easy. But OT's oh, been brilliant God. with me. If I hear one per- more person, I Strictly say they've been training hard. Anyway, <laughs> they've all been training too hard this year. They're too good. <laughs> I'd love it if someone goes. Do you know what? Thanks, Dad, because I've done fuck all this week. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd, I'd freestyle it as I come out. You know. 
I mean, Judy Love's fucking amazing. Anyway. Is she? I've not seen any of it. I've been away. Is oh, she good? Yeah, yeah. yeah, keep... keep jo- Judy Love. Do We're a big fan of Judy, Judy Love from this we podcast. Love Judy Love. She's, that, uh, her episode's great if you've not listened to it. Very funny, yeah, but also great. she's had a very tricky route to the uh, to the top of her uh, of her chosen career. So she's, she's smashing it. Good luck, Judy. Keep voting for her. Well, on that, right... Bizarrely, she talked about her postnatal depression, and I wanted to just uh, for a small business shout out. When I was at Cheltenham Book Festival uh, yesterday, yep. a woman who listens to the podcast came up to us, and she was an author, and she gave me her book, which is called Something for, to Live For: My Postnatal Depression and How the NHS Saved Us, and it's a book about her dealing with her postnatal depression, uh, yep. which she said was very, uh, very bad. I've, Leafed through it when I'd had a couple of glasses of red wine. I enjoyed, well, enjoyed it's a strong word, obviously. It's the wrong, is that the wrong word? <laughs> I think, no, I think, yeah, no, yeah. You no, can no, say you enjoy, enjoyed no, it. You enjoyed the impact the it's, book had on you. It's very good. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you wasn't happy that the situation no, occurred. No, I think exactly. that's fair. I think that's <laughs> yeah, fair. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know how many glasses of wine you have to have to enjoy that. That's some sort of no, sick no. fuck. But yeah. it's good, right? Uh, something <laughs> to live for. Love that book. Great Lord. read. Great read. An absolute page turn. Most I've laughed in years. Josh Whittacombe, you <laughs> sick bastard. No, it's a very interesting book about a serious topic that had a great impact on you. Also, uh, it was what was really nice. I said, how are you now? And she's, she's pregnant again now. So that oh. was very nice. Oh, that's um, nice. Oh, so thanks for listening to the podcast, Laura. She said uh, she really appreciates how much we talk about mental health on it. So that is oh, Laura Canty's Something to Live For. Perfect. We'll do some more businessy stuff next week. We did, this was a charity special. Um, charity special. Okay, well, I'll see you on uh, Friday. Oh, apologies last week. It wasn't Jesse Ware. It was Charlotte Church due to a technical issue. So yes. um, we will be having Jesse Ware. We have done Jesse Ware. It wasn't that we've confused Jesse yes. Ware and Charlotte Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both, two birds that can sing in it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> No, there was a technical issue, okay? Yeah. And I, I shouldn't say birds. That was bad. But I was no. doing it in an ironic character. Exactly. Sounds a little bit like me. <laughs> You've been doing that ironic character for 10 years and it's doing you well for you. It's doing all right. But um, yeah, so Jesse Ware is not. We've got Michael McIntyre this week and Jesse Ware next week. That's the lineup. Charles McIntyre, Ware. That's the situation, isn't it? You've got so many stars on the bench. It's difficult to get them in the right it, order. It's like Man City. It's going to be like Newcastle next season. Just exactly. feeding through. Mbappe, Haaland, you know, Joe Willock. <laughs> Um, Right, see you on Friday with the Michael McIntyre episode. Bye. Bye.